Hello, hello, and welcome to your Thought Load Thursday. I'm Tyler, and today's topic, we'll be chatting about focus and deep work. So embodying that title, let's focus up and get down to it. So have you ever had a work week where none of your projects really seem to get fully accomplished, even though all day, every day, you put in the hours, you showed up, and those complicated tasks that you had just didn't really seem to move forward? What might have went wrong there? Despite all those hours that you did work, you might not have accessed that intentional peak productivity that is known as deep work. So defining it here from workplaces.com, they say that deep work is defined as a professional activity performed in a state of distraction-free concentration that pushes your cognitive capabilities to their limit. These efforts create new value, improve your skill, and are hard to replicate. This was coined by Georgetown computer science professor Cal Newport uh, in his 2012 book, Deep Work, Rules for Focused Success in a Distracted World. And it occurs when we intentionally create time for more complex problem-solving and creative work, such as building financial models, sitting down to write, developing a client presentation, etc., etc. Deep work tasks are usually a little bit more cognitively demanding and therefore require longer stretches of sustained focus to complete. Now on the other end, we have shallow work, which happens when we're not intentional with our time. Shallow work's defined as non-cognitively demanding logistical style tasks often performed while distracted. These efforts tend to not create new value in the world and are easy to replicate. Think of these as the minor routine tasks that we complete throughout the day without much thought, such as responding to emails, updating spreadsheets, scheduling meetings, etc., etc., whatever. Now, you can probably see that shallow work can interrupt your deep work. And a cool analogy I was thinking of is I don't know if any of you remember, but back at old amusement parks or at carnivals or whatever, there was this game where it would have like a, a two-handed water gun and you'd have to shoot this target and usually corresponded to horses kind of in the backdrop. And the more sustained water pressure you had on the target, the faster and further along that your horse would move and you're kind of racing against everybody that uh, is sitting down playing with you. I would play this game a lot because more often than not, I would usually win. And I don't know that it was necessarily because I had the best aim or I was extremely talented in regards to shooting or whatever, but I think the ability to focus your full attention on that task of shooting that target with the water uh, can easily separate yourself because if any of you have played, you know, if you kind of fall off that target or you get distracted, someone else is going to move faster and end up winning. So it's a cool little analogy when we're talking about deep work here. And so it's important because like in the definition, it increases our productivity our creative thinking, and our positive feelings of engagement that we have with our work. 
And so when we successfully dive into that focus work, we can get into that flow state. Now, we've talked about that a little bit in terms of sports, but applies to almost any task that you're doing. I recently experienced this with some schoolwork recently. I was trying to finish an assignment. I was basically reading a research paper and answering some questions to it. The research paper was like 20 plus pages, a lot of (laughs) science scientific nonsense, mumbo jumbo, big words uh, in there, just hard to wrap my head around. So for a while I was, I'd read a small section, think about the questions, see if any of what I just read applied. And, you know, six, seven hours later, I would maybe answered half of a question. Now I was doing other things at the same time, which obviously is a problem there. But I wasn't focused on completing that task because I had perceived that this was going to be some long, daunting assignment. When I put those distractions aside and set up this deep work environment of removing distractions, turning my cell phone to focus mode, which iPhones have, I'm sure there's an Android and Google equivalent. Uh, not scrolling through social media, playing a video game, etc. Right, removing all of those distractions, I definitely felt that I experienced that flow state because I completed the assignment in 25 minutes. And experiencing that, it seemed like it was something that I had to share and get into this deep work conversation because. I think a lot of tasks that we have, especially me, I think about them and try to make up a time requirement that it's going to take to finish said task. And when I make up that time requirement, that affects where and kind of when I do it, whether it's at school, at home, while doing something else, if I can quote unquote, sort of multitask my way through it and, and then so on and so forth. But the problem with that is when you perceive how many how much time certain tasks are going to take you may put them put them off or you may do them when it needs to be done in this deep work state free of distractions because when you have that increased cognitive ability when you remove everything that can take away your focus on the task not only is it just going to take longer it's not going to be done as well. And the repercussions of that downstream can fall into place. So what gets in the way of getting into that deep work mode? So some things that I mentioned already, you got your daily interruptions, email notifications, messages, Microsoft Teams, bings or bings, pings, (laughs) whatever want to call it whatever that annoying noise is um inefficient poorly scheduled meetings a bad team culture so on and so forth now i think it's important to talk about how we can access deep work and get into that so first thing would be to create a, a routine whether that's a specific place um blocking time in your calendar You might have an office space at home that is easier to free yourself of distractions that might be around your house. Uh, Could be a specific spot in your office building if you're still going to an office building or whatever your workspace looks like. You can start creating that routine by 
blocking that interrupted time in your calendar, getting into that focus mode on your phone or whatever. So those notifications are silenced as well as selecting that space that is relatively clean. There's a lot of studies out there that show a messier, cluttered office space environment can inhibit productivity. And then moving on to limiting interruptions, whether that's having to let people know like, hey, I'm unavailable for these this hour or these two hours, because you'd be surprised how much you can actually achieve and get done in focused one or two hours. So it obviously takes some practice getting into that. There's times I've tried to sit down and focus on something and things pop up, can't really get it done, life gets in the way, and whatever else. But it just detracts from our main goal of sitting down, being successful with what we're doing, creating a good product, whatever our task is, whether it's for our job, for our career, or if it's something that we enjoy doing elsewhere, whether it's creating a podcast, whether it's writing a blog, something that you're passionate about, you want to give it its appropriate time and its appropriate focus. And so as a wrap up here, this is a great quote. I cannot pronounce this person's name. I apologize, but it is a lot of vowels. Um, anyway, we'll use anonymous <laughs> for this. But they define focus and they say focus equals follow on course until successful. So I hope you guys learned a little bit about focus and deep work. Hopefully we can experience that in our own life. And um, without anything else, we'll catch you next week on Thought Load. And as always, begin the duel, win the day.